Good morning, good morning. It's Pastor Tyler again, Blessed Harvest Ministries, 1515 County Road, 470 Lake Panasofsky. We are here with our second episode of Relevant. Relevant, we are talking about everything that pertains to your normal, everyday life and how the Word of God applies to it. We know Scripture, but applying Scripture is what the show Relevant is all about. And today, I am so honored because we have one of our very own disciples, our sister in Christ. I love her. This is none other than Sister Kathy Laura, and she is going to be sharing with us today regarding the relevance of the Word of God when it comes to chronic illness, uh, chronic disability, pain, anxiety, depression, all of that stuff that some of you guys are dealing with out there. That's what we're going to be dealing with this morning. So we welcome you. Good morning. Thank and you. is it anything you want to just start off and say right now to the audience? No, good morning. How are you? Awesome. That's a good way to start your day. Okay. Good morning. Holy Spirit. I'm here and I want you to have your way in my life. First, I want to start off. I want to tell you, thank you for joining us today. And you and I share something in common. Mm -hmm. Heart conditions. Mm -hmm. um, this show isn't about me. It's about my sister. And I'm going to let her answer the questions. But I want you all to know that what I can amen what she's going to be sharing with us. So the first thing I want to ask you is how does one like you and myself deal with chronic debilitating pain, not some days, but all day, all day mm -hmm. every day. How do you handle that as a, as a, as a child of God? Well, Pastor, what I normally do when I wake up in the morning is, you know, you go through the routines of checking your blood pressure, checking your sugar and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then basically what I do is just take the medicine. After I take my medicine, I read my word. Okay. Because that's the only thing that sustains me through the day. Yeah. I just get a word from God. You mm -hmm. know? So basically that's how throughout the day, because it goes from head to feet that aches. Yes. It goes all the way through. If it's not all the time is mm -hmm. most of the time okay. that you're in pain. And and basically that's that's how I do my normal functioning days that I get a word from God or I, I read a scripture or something like mm -hmm. that and just meditate on it throughout the day. Try not to think about the body, mm -hmm. more of the spirit than the body. So you mm -hmm. spend more of your time focusing on the spirit and the word of God and mm -hmm. not so much the natural pain, which, exactly. which, and we're, we're not saying, we're not saying to anybody that your pain isn't real. Right. Please don't mm -hmm. misunderstand us. And we're not going to advocate that you not take your medication. Right. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is we want to share with you that the word of God is relevant in coping with the pain. And, and I have a scripture here and I would like your opinion. You share with me what you think. When it comes to Philippians, because we hear this so many times, Philippians chapter four, mm -hmm. starting at verse six, and it says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought will guard your heart and mind in Jesus Christ. How can one apply meditating on the word of God when even the migraine mm -hmm causes you to have cloudy vision, um, you can't eat, you feel nauseated. How, how, how do you apply the peace of God in a situation like that? The doctor gives you bad news. Hmm. How does the peace of God, when you say, oh, don't worry about it. God says, I've given you peace. Okay, so how do you, how do you apply the word of God in a situation like that? 
Pastor, all I can do is tell you this. You know back when I was having my surgery. Yes. It happened all of a sudden. One morning, I mean one night, got home from work, went to bed, woke up before day that morning, serious chest pains. Mm -hmm. Went to the hospital. The next day, the doctor come tells me, you have to have open heart surgery. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what can you do? You mm -hmm. can't tell the doctor, no, I think about it and go right, home. Right, you know? right, you right, can't right. Tell this is something that you need right then. <laughs> so dealing with the peace of God, let me tell you, the true honest thing is I just told God, God, I don't know what to do because mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was going to be there for my children right. or if I would make it through the surgery. Right. And listen, it took time. Mm -hmm. for me to get that scripture in my heart. Wow. It didn't just pop right there. Okay. It didn't pop. It took time. Okay. It took, they, I went in the 31st of March. By the 5th, I had the surgery of April. Mm -hmm. I would tell you by the 3rd or the 4th, that's when that scripture popped to me and I had no fear. Wow. God really stepped in and he really, because if I had it did it myself, listen, let me tell you, when we was going into surgery, back to the table to actually have the surgery. Mm -hmm. I stopped everybody. I said, hold on, stop. Before y'all touch me, mm -hmm. do anything to me, put me to sleep. I don't want to see nothing. Wow. And instantly when I woke up, mm -hmm. I was out of surgery. So they did that. God gave me calmness and peace. He just, it's like the song that kept saying the anchor, mm -hmm. the anchor, the anchor. It just helped me. Yeah. And I was not afraid. Pastor. You know, when you came mm -hmm. to tell me, I was not afraid. No, no, mm -hmm. no. I can attest to when we went to visit with my sister. I mean, like she was there. I mean, all of this energy and she was vibrant. Mm -hmm. She was lively. I mean, she was alert, knowing all the information that the doctors had shared with mm -hmm. her. When, when we, when people, what people don't understand is that they want to try to make the word of God magical. Mm -hmm. The word of God is not magical. We don't deal in sorcery. We don't deal in witchcraft. We don't deal in spells and, you know, snap your finger and everything. No, no, no. I mean, we are real people with mm -hmm. real issues and the word of God is real. The word yes. of God is relevant. And when he says that for us not to worry, he's mm -hmm. not saying I'm ignoring mm -hmm. you. He didn't ignore right. the open heart issue. He did mm -hmm. not ignore the fact that her health was deteriorating. What the word peace means is that I will come in and I will abide with you mm -hmm. and I'll give you mm -hmm. that comfort. So when, so when you woke up, you had peace. peace. Even though you didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Exactly. You still had peace. Mm -hmm. So how are you doing now with, with your reviews? And, and, and what is the doctor saying now that, that affirms mm -hmm. the peace of God that you had when you came out? Is that everything at first when I came out, it wasn't, the heart wasn't doing it, what it was supposed to do. The blood pressure kept going up. Right. But even after that, just relaxing, knowing that if God took me through this, he's going to bring me out of it. All right. And that's just the, it's just like he said something to me and it stuck. Mm -hmm. It stuck. It didn't change. So I still go through different things through every morning. My blood pressure go up and down, up and down. Right. But then there's still another step that has to be taken. But God assured me that's okay too. I got that. All right. So that's, that's the step that I'm taking now is knowing that what God spoke to me back when I was in the hospital right. is still going. It's still it's going. It's still going. He hasn't changed. He's still doing what he said he would do even now today. That's, that reminds me of Philippians 4 and 9. Do what you have learned mm -hmm. and received and heard 
and have seen in me. You know, right now, we there's so much more that we want to share with you guys, but we're getting ready to pause right now for a station break. We will be back, so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Hi, I'm Carol Knudsen. I'm an independent insurance agent for Marion County. I live in Marion Oaks. I specialize in Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare supplement plans. You can reach me at my phone, 352 454-7893, CAKinsurance at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Great. You know, um, we're sitting here with my sister in the Lord, Kathy Laura, and we're talking about the relevancy of the word of God in your life when you're dealing with anxiety, depression, chronic illness, um, debilitating. It's not just chronic. Mm. Um, can 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 mm -hmm. we talk about that for a minute? Mm -hmm. Because what what I can share with you from my and I'm getting I, I can I can tell when the Lord is starting to do me. I know from my own walk with God that when the doctor says, well, you have this and you have that. They can't explain to you the process mm -hmm. of it debilitating your life to mm -hmm. where you can't do certain things that you used to do. And all of a sudden you find parts of your life being taken away or things that you used to do. You can't do those things anymore. So how when when, when I'm reading the word of God and it's telling me to think on those things which are just mm -hmm. those things which are lovely, those things which are pure, those things which are holy, those things which are moral and of excellence. How in the world does a person mm -hmm. do that? When I've gone from running mm -hmm. to now I can't, I can barely walk. Right. right. I, I mean, I used to, I used to could pick up 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Now I can, I can only pick up one pound. One pound. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how, how, how am I supposed to think on those things which are just mm -hmm. and true when I feel as though an injustice come on my life? Mm -hmm. I'm not even, well, I am, I'm over mm -hmm. 50 now. We're, mm -hmm. But with us, it started early in early. life when we were mm -hmm. in our 30s. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how 25 for, 25 for you, 30 for me, how, how does one cope right. like that when you're young and you start to see your life deteriorating before you're much yeah. older? Mm. Well, I know when it first came to me, they gave me six months to live and I mm. had to go through the channels of signing away my children, getting assistance from the state. Uh, you know, the nurses come out and see you. They take your license. You can't drive. They're afraid you're going to have a heart attack on the road mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So those are the things that brought depression to me. And, and then mm. having to give away my young children to their dad and we were divorced. And so, but thank God for real men and women of God that Amen. stepped into my life that knew, even though they didn't know, know what I was battling with, mm -hmm. but they knew the word of God and knew the love of there God you go. and they shared it with me through these things so that I would not sink and go wander. So, you know, I went through the necessary channels and stuff, but God is so faithful. He would place things in my way. Yes. So that I could just, you know, even when I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know where I was going or what, what was going to happen next. So, you know, even though the six months went by and I'm still here, yes. I didn't die. You know, yes. the doctors put me down as a medical mystery because <laughs> they don't wow. know why my heart did not do what they thought it should do. It, it, it literally was damaged badly. It was badly. messed up badly. And, and it turned out, oh, many years later, I just had the open heart surgery. Yes. And it come find out that I just had a main artery in the wrong spot. Mm. In my heart, it I was a it was a birth defect. 
So that. let me understand. In your early years, mm -hmm. they diagnosed you and said that you had six months, six to, months live. to live. Yep. How many years passed between the diagnosis and this? Oh, about 20, I think. So 20 years. 20 years uh, did, did anybody catch that? Mm -hmm. That God is a sustainer. Mm -hmm. He is yes, a he keeper. Is. He yes. is. He Listen, I know that man will give us predictions. Mm -hmm. What we want you to understand is that God has the last say. Amen. I'm a living witness. Amen. I mean, there are other people out there and we're going to have other people come on and talk about errors in their lives. But 20 years passed from the time that man said, we give up on you. Mm -hmm. uh, that's cutting. We're cutting the curtain. 20 years later, though, God comes up and God shows himself even mightier mm -hmm. because not mm -hmm. only did he keep you, kept me. Mm -hmm. But then he allows you to go through major mm -hmm. surgery mm -hmm. and you're sitting here with me. Now, when was the surgery? This is April 5th. And this is July. July. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the power of God. I heard you mention the word depression. And, you know, I was mm -hmm. when I was sitting there taking notes, um, preparing for today, I was reading some scriptures. And first Peter five and seven says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you when you said you were having to do with your children, your mm -hmm. young children and lining them up and men, men and women that knew the word of God. Is that what that scripture means? I think that it means we basically. Yeah, because this is what I felt like when I was going through the depression. My children would say things to me that would uplift my spirit. They would just say, Mom, you know, we love you. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. they say, Mom, we'll never leave you. And then just, I could be sitting on a porch and somebody will pass by that I know. They'll come, how you doing? You know, mm -hmm. I just come to check on you. You need anything, anything like that. But yes. they didn't know the state of mind that I was in. And, right. you know, that was dragging me down. Mm -hmm. That was decisions, hard decisions I had to make yes. that I didn't want to make. Yes. But God was steady sending people. So that's what that scripture means to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Meditating on his goodness, on the things that he can do for you, knowing him, yes. trusting him. Yes. Just just believing his word. And oh my God. it took a lot. And God, let me tell you, while I was in that state, depression, I was literally at the verge of giving up. OK, you know, talk about that. Up. I almost gave up. And the Lord came to me in a dream and he said, if you would just sell out to me. Mm. And he woke me up. I woke up and wrote like a whole little yellow tablet full of what he told me. Mm -hmm. Sell out to me and your life will change. It will never be this way again. Wow. Never. These are the exact words that came to me. And I woke up. And, and then that's when when I woke up, my children's father had came. Mm -hmm. He came to see me. He said he came all the way from Georgia. I was in Florida. He said, Kat, I don't believe what's going on. Just like that. I'm like, well, this is the truth and this is what's going on. This is what happened. He said, but you know what? You are God's child. That all ain't right going to happen to you. All right. He spoke to me like that. And I just looked at him and I was like. Okay, you know, we don't first take that from exactly. a person, true, true. you know, that hurt you or that yes. you don't have a pathway. Yes. And so I looked back and he said, you'll be okay. God's going to take mm -hmm. care of you. And I just left it like that. It wasn't until years till I caught on to what he was saying. Right. That God knows your name, girl. Mm -hmm. He ain't finna let you go like that. He's not going to let you go. And I'm here today. To you are here that. today. I'm here. Mm -hmm. When, when, God, ladies and gentlemen, when we're going through 
God sends people. Now, mm -hmm. I, I love what you say because here, this is someone that you're divorced from. Mm -hmm. You've been hurt by that mm -hmm. situation, but God turned around and used the very person yep. that hurt you mm -hmm. emotionally Emotional. to bring a word of healing mm -hmm. into your life. Now, we're we're gonna come back. We're gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna revisit dealing with chronic um, illnesses and 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 debilitating situations. And from last week, we dealt with those who were formerly incarcerated. Listen, we want you guys to continue to tune in to relevant because we're dealing with issues of everyday life. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity once again. We thank you for Kathy. We thank you for her testimony. We thank you for her life. Lord God, we give you all praise and all glory and all honor because there's none like you, Father God. It's in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, that we're able to sit here today and testify of your anointing and your power, your glory. Oh, thank you, God. Lord God, because both of us are here today because, Lord God, you love us, Lord. I thank you so much. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you. Because we are living testimonies that yes, heart conditions yes. are not the end of our lives. Yes. And we just want to tell you thank you. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. 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 amen.